Hey guys, did you ever want a redo on a first impression? <laughs> I know I have. Well, if that's you, if you want to just uh, dive in for a quick episode on first impression, stick with us. Thanks. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Mason coming to you from St. Louis Half Coast Studios. This is the Simple Biz 360 podcast show. Every week we come out since like the middle of October 2019. We haven't missed a week. We're here Thursday morning, 6 a.m., 28 listening platforms. We're on YouTube, Gab TV, IGTV. We're just having tons of fun here. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more about us, uh, we encourage you to dip back to episode 116. We kind of did a 30-minute uh, episode on everything that we cover and what we do and how we're focused. But, man, we want to come today to talk about something that's really cool. You see it right behind me there, right? Visual, verbal, and volley. The three Vs. We're going to dive into first impression fitness, right? It's the second episode of the new year. We're in that new year um, mood. We want to change things, do things. So, so let's talk about first impressions. So, hey, uh, if you've never been caught in a quagmire where you go, oh my gosh, I wish I would have had that to do over. Let me just give you some examples. Is, um, and let's ask this, this ultimate question. Does a bad first impression absolutely knock you out of the batter's box and are you done and will there never be an opportunity to either uh, impress anyone, uh, whether it be business related or personal? Are you, are you knocked out of the batter's box? Well, I don't think so. But first impressions certainly hurt if they're bad and they help if they're good. And sometimes in the business world, yes, we do not get a second chance to make a first impression. And, and really everyone where that holds true but you know in business it can be more painful because you don't get that relationship building sometimes around that and you know you're out the door because of what you did so let me give you just a couple quick examples of just recent things that have happened to me um, I was at a conference and I went up to a group of gentlemen I said hey hello my name is Jeff Mason and you know everybody's taking cards out and uh, who are you oh, I'm Bill I'm Ed whatever and I I put my card out and he goes oh the ampersand sign I said, yeah, what, what's, oh, you never use the ampersand sign. Um, oh, so what, what do you do? Oh, I'm a coach. I coach uh, small businesses like yourself on how to improve. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, but you know, you're criticizing me for having an ampersand sign on my business card in the first 15 seconds I've met you. I, I'm not really interested in going forward. You know, hit the big, if there's a buzzer on the table, hit the buzzer and eh, you know, you're out. Uh, another one, I was at a networking group and somebody came up to me and they said, we're at this meeting, um, so can, with this really frown, disgusted face, like, yeah, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. How come you are on all these different social media platforms. You should be on just one and drive it home. I mean, I've written books. I've written four books. I've written a bestseller. I'm a ghostwriter. I know what I'm talking about. And I really don't think you're doing the right thing with your social media. Um, 37 seconds. Eh, uh, goodbye. Uh, I'll, I'll never even talk to you again. I have no interest in talking to you based on that. Or, right, I'm shopping, um, I'm shopping for, for publishing companies on my book. And I, I get past this, uh, you know, somebody says, oh, I had this epiphany. This is the people you should use. Here they are. They're out somewhere in the, uh, the, the West and uh, Montana, Idaho, someplace. And I'm, I'm going on the website. The website looked pretty good. I didn't know these people from 
you know, never met him before. So I get somebody on the phone. I say, hey, I'm, you know, just finishing up my book. I want, you know, publishing, blah, blah, blah. We're getting done editing. Uh, uh, we here at the ABC company would like to invite you to make sure that your investment, it, uh, and I let it go for about 60 seconds. She took a breath and I said, I'm miss, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I, I just don't think this is compatible for, for me and you. I appreciate you reading that. Well, she was reading what her company did off a script and I'm sorry, I'm not giving my 30 year book project to somebody who can't even, you know, talk to me freely and they've got to read off some script about what they do or you know I, I'm at that point I'm like I don't even care what they do I'm out so you know those are some examples of, of first impressions that, that could you know go awry right so uh so anyway I am uh I'm not going to give any of these people my business nor would you I don't think right I mean I think that's uh that's a that's a pretty easy thing to to determine so let's just look at first impressions I broke it down into the three V's right and verbal visual and volley and you know are we really good at these things? Ah, you know, I'll let you answer the question. But I'm going to read from my computer because I just don't want to miss some of these questions because I just want you to think about this at the end of the show. Replay the show if you want. And, and, and you know, think about these things. But verbal, all right? So here's that part. Do you, you use the person's name that you're being introduced to or that you're having that first impression with? Are you presenting with a casual or professional delivery? Are you intentional about your dialogue? Are you intentional with your word selection? Uh, what is your voice inflection? Is it up or down? I mean, I, I have a customer of mine that answers the phone, hates salespeople. So, you know, she's very delightful. Hello, so-and-so company, you know, Stephanie uh, here. Hi, Stephanie, it's Jeff Mason, how are you? Oh, hi, Jeff. Okay, well, it's, you know, it's a bad signal, right? They don't like salespeople. I've talked to her about it, kind of chuckled about it face-to-face. -face. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't like dealing with salespeople. Well, you show it, you know? So do we show it to other people? Is our voice inflection um, artificially going up, or is it, you know, incorrectly going down? Because we're sending messages to people. Are you being polite? Are you avoiding being offensive or accusatory? Oh, my ampersand sign, right? Oh, that's bad. You know, my social media selection, bad. Well, bye, bye-bye. Um, so anyway, are, are you letting a joke fly before you know the person's humor style? If you compliment them, is it genuine? You know, they used to always tell us, whatever you do when you go in an executive's office, don't compliment them on the fish on the wall. If they, right? And, you know, it's kind of just a joke, standing joke. But, you know, everybody compliments them on the fish on the wall. Find something unique, right? So is it genuine? Uh, is your voice confident or weak? Are you an interrupter? Are you a one-upper? Are you a corrector? Are you conducting your approach differently in a written scenario? So do you have a different written scenario for, for a verbal face-to-face -face scenario? But let's hang on the interrupter, the one-upper, and the corrector. Have you ever been around these people? Oh, it is absolutely a beautiful day. Well, I wouldn't call it beautiful. It's glorious. Okay. Um, listen, we, have, we definitely have an issue we have to work through. An issue? No, this is a catastrophe. Okay. Um, boy, it has really been, uh, you know, unusually uh, mild. Unusually mild? No, it's been hot. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just not getting anywhere. Well, if you're a corrector at home, if that's how you are, you can't be a corrector 
in business and go too far? Are you an interrupter? And most importantly, are you a one-upper? And this, this, you know, sometimes uh, a lot of us in sales struggle with this. Um, we're trying to compete, and we use one-upmanship not in a not in a braggadocious way, but in, in an informative way. But it comes off braggadocious. So, I mean, are you a one-upper? Oh yeah, you did that. Well, I did this. Um, so again, these are things that just throw people off. But the written scenario versus the verbal, uh, that's an interesting one, right? Visual. How do you appear? How do you appear to the mind's eye when you're on audio? Because the mind, the mind has an eye, and it sees what it hears. And so if you're on an audio experience, you're on the telephone, you're doing a Zoom, you know, you're doing a, some kind of a recorded call, or you're doing, um, you know, um, well, I guess, you know, some type of recorded call would have to be the only way you would do audio in today's world. Um, you know, are you appearing correctly to the mind's eye? And again, that's how you, you string your dialogue together and phrase things and put things together. How do you appear in person? Are you dressed appropriately? Are you buttoned up or disheveled, right? Are you space violator? Are you one of those people that, you know, if in America you're just kind of 18 inches apart, you got you're that person that gets in there 12 and 10 and 9, and you're like, oh, no, get away from me. No, right? You know, don't want to be that space violator. Are you keeping your eyes, guys, directed on the eyes across from you? Nobody likes to get the little, you know, undress routine, right, face-to-face. -face. That's a killer. That'll, that'll, that'll certainly kill your first impressions. But come on, have some respect. It's professional eye-to-eye, -eye, right? Are you keeping your hands to yourself? Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, buddy, you know, pat them on the back. And, you know, I don't know. I, you know, so many people do that, and uh, so many people don't like that. Uh, are you slouched or standing straight? Are you sitting slouched or sitting up straight? So things, again, on that visual. What's the visual impression you're casting? What's the verbal you're casting? What's the visual you're casting, right? But here's the hidden gem. And this is something that just is amazing. The volley, right? What do you do with the volley? Think reciprocation. Think reciprocation when you think of this. Think of an RV if you could. I probably should have put an RV there in front of there, an R in front of the V. But that volley, so what do I mean by that? Okay, somebody says to you, hey, Jeff, really nice to meet you. So how's your day going? Great, man. I had excellent calls in the morning and everything worked out really good. So what's the what's the food here today? Let's see, you know, or whatever. No, what you want to say is, you know, yeah, my day's been great. Thank you for asking. How about yours, man? You know, my day's been awesome. Hey, you taking a vacation anytime soon? Oh, you know what's funny you ask? We just planned a big Cape Cod vacation. We're going here, going to Hannes, and then we're going to, you know, Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really good. So, hey, I don't know. Did you get a chance to look at the, the project I sent over? Uh, hey, wow, um, I, I'm taking like a big European vacation, but I, I guess you don't want to hear about it, right? Are we forgetting to say, yeah, we're planning a big vacation uh, this summer out to Cape Cod for the first time? How about you and your family? That reciprocation, that volley back, that return volley, how's your day going? Did you like the presentation? How is the, how's business this year? Do you have a family? Hey, Jeff, right, do you have any children? Um, you know, where did you go to college? Um, what vacation plans do you have this year, right? So those are all kinds of questions that can spur, you know, that following volley. But I would even argue one point further, be the initiator. Don't wait all the time for somebody to ask you questions. And, 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 it, and it's an amazing thing. 
You know, if you wait for other people to say hello, most of the times they never do. I often wonder, why do I always have to be the initiator? Maybe they expect me to be the initiator. I don't know. But when I don't say anything, I test it sometimes. Nobody says anything. It's really weird, but we're, we're, we've become a casual society that way, really casual that way. And I'll just, I'll tell you a quick example. I've been watching it just the last four days. I have said Merry Christmas to about five people, and one person has said Merry Christmas back. It's, and I know these people are, you know, they, they follow, you know, they're Christians and they, they do Christmas, but they've either never read it or they just, don't care to volley back and say, and it's not, at that point, you're not even, it's not even part of a first impression. It's just part of, I don't know, being nice to each other, you know? Hey, great. You too, Jeff. Thanks for, thanks for wishing me well. Right? So, and, and you know what? Here I'm the guy telling you all this, and I owe a phone call to one of my presidents of one of the companies I work for because they wish me a Merry Christmas, and in my traffic negotiation and all this on the car, I never said it back to him. So just two hours ago, I never said Merry Christmas back to the, to the person. So I'm listen, I'm right here with you. I'm talking to myself as much as I am sharing with you. Trust me. So, you know, those, those are just some things, but to, to, to look at this, and um, think about, you know, the three Vs. So when you're getting into a situation where you know you're going to be encountering new people, go into the three V mode. Think about this visual and, uh, you know, let it do the trick for you. So uh, what's the lost in the shuffle track for today to kind of fit this? Well, you know, I don't know. Um, then are we forgetting people's names? We really are in a lot of ways, and you'll, you'll find out. Uh, we have an episode coming up that kind of talks about this a little more, but we really are forgetting people's names. So I love John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote a tune, I Call Your Name, and I just love the version the Mamas and the Papas did in 1966 on their debut album, I Love Your Name. It was definitely a radio hit. It caught on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really a cool one. And uh, if you don't know the Mamas and the Papas, in, in 2003, uh, Rolling Stone um, magazine rated that this album the number 127 album on the top 500 most influential rock albums in rock history. And the Mamas and the Papas, I didn't know this, but the way, the reason they got the name Mamas or put Mamas in front of Papas there uh, was because the Hells Angels bicycle gang, um, bike gang, uh, they called their women Mamas. So back in 1966, they said, hey, if it's good enough for the Hells Angels, we're going to call ourselves the Mamas. So it's the Mamas and the Papas and a great, great uh, tune. I call your name. And again, we always say, if you want to improve the results of your business, please, please look at the how you do business. It's the experience. We serve people. We don't serve decks. We don't serve websites. We don't serve um, food. We serve people food. We serve people decks. We serve people websites, right? So just think about that. And hey, th there is so much information out there. If you're a digger, go dig for information. Truth is out there. Be a truth teller. Engage in that truth telling process. It's a lost art. We've lost it. Please do that. Please stop listening to uh, TV and cable news. It is it's worthless. I stopped over a year ago. We encourage you to put it down, turn it off, turn on a podcast, open the Bible. It's great stories in the Bible. Nothing like it in the world. You can't make any of this up. It's great. And, uh, you know, there's just uh, so much benefit 
to praying, and so we suggest, you know, it's tough times, hunker down, learn how to pray and, and talk to God. And you know what? Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul. And we will see you in 168 hours for Adam Adams, episode 118. Great interview. Don't miss it.